The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Craig, and we are just on the eve of the 2014 draft. There is rumor, there's conjecture, and there's a bunch of bullshit. We're going to hit on all that and more here on show 406. Before I get into today's show, I must say that over much trepolation and condemnation <laughs> from the wife, that is, the Raider Nation podcast is going to end up, yes, in London for the Squish the Fish party. That's right, Raider fans. If you haven't figured it out yet, there is a shitload of Raider Nation heading off to across the bay to London, England. For the silver and black attack against Dollfish. That's right. Maim the mammals. <laughs> That's what I say. But on Friday, 26th of September, 2014, 7 p.m. till 4 a.m. Check that out. The silver and black UK pregame party is going down at the number one sports bar in town. You've been cordially invited to the UK Silver and Black Pate at the number one sports bar, Moorgate, London, on Friday the 26th. Uh, from 7 till 4, it's going to be crazy up in the house. Crusader Raider, Keith Smith, he's going to be knighting folks. We have Fred Politnikoff, who loves it there, and a myriad of others, of course, the super fans, Gorilla Rilla. And company will be up in the house. You got to make it happen. I don't know how I made it happen. Hook and crook, that's for sure. Working overtime, whatever. But, hey, man, it's going to be epic. We're going to show all the mainstream media that we ain't jacking around, Jack. I love it. (laughs) So get on it. Any questions, any possible answers can be found at www dot silverandblackuk.com check it out man because if you're in London you better get you there and get tickets early because it's going to fill up quick on today's show we will have just blog baby yeah I ran across this blog very interesting about the 2012 to 2013 Raiders and how we've improved it even more this season. Very interesting on maybe where we'll go in this draft. Hard knocks? What else? What else could the NFL throw at the Raiders to try to pummel us with some more bullshit besides 25 games back east in a row? (laughs) I swear. Raiders, rumors, reports, and lies, 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 yeah! (laughs) There is so much bullshit going on about the Raiders' possibilities. We're going to hit on a lot of questions on what we could and could not do. And Dominican Sue, really? <laughs> All right, so let's roll it out. With the help of Just Blog Baby, 
I took a look at our defensive back and linebacker positions and found some very positive news. Things that should make the Raider Nation feel very confident about the team this season. At the very least, that we have a very good chance of making an impression on the AFC West. With the addition of Carlos Rogers and Terrell Brown from San Francisco, our backfield immediately improved by 30%. We re-signed Charles Woodson and Usama Young, both an amazing team on the field, playing their guts out, and I think that will solidify that, that quad of guys right there. Johnny Adams, Chance Casey, Chemdi Chiqua, and DJ, I had my chest cracked, Hayden, along with Taiwan Jones, Nico Thorpe, Tony Dye, and safety Shelton Johnson, Brandon Ross, and Tyvon Branch round out the backfield. Now, you, go, you guys know those names. You've heard them because you've seen them do some pretty good plays from time to time. But I think this combination of veteran leadership and youth, especially if everyone can stay healthy, looks like we have a pretty solid backfield. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with how we've improved it because I'm telling you, it's a vast improvement over last season. Now, even without Lamar Woodley included and Justin Tuck, our linebackers last season did a pretty good job. Nick Roach, Kevin Burnett, they were all over the field, man. They had some great numbers as well. And C.O. Moore, you know he rocked the damn house when he was playing home and away, by the way, playing to the Raider Nation. Nick Roach, 112 tackles. Five and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, and interception. Burnett had 105 tackles, 2.5 sacks, three forced fumbles, and an interception. And Seal Moore had 50 tackles, four and a half sacks, and one forced fumble. Now, if you put that into numbers, now you know you can't, stats are like anything else. You can make them, it could be deceiving because of the other way the, the other players played. However, uh, 49ers. Patrick Willis had 104 tackles, three sacks, and two forced fumbles, and he's a pro bowler. Derek Johnson of the Chiefs, 107 tackles, four and a half sacks, and two interceptions. And Navarro Bowman, which all we know, we know his name, had a lot, 145 tackles, but only five sacks, really, and four fumbles and two interceptions. And he was a stellar player. What I'm saying here is the Raiders linebacker core is pretty, pretty damn solid. And it's a positive thing because we do have some depth at the position as well. And that's not even considering Lamar Woodley in the picture or, of course, Justin Tuck, not knowing how they're going to play in what position, really. Tuck will probably play defensive end. Woodley could play linebacker as well. Either way, 2014 Raiders as they sit right now, are formidable defense. With the addition of some great players, we could really come out of this thing uh, looking pretty good. Our defense could use a little improvement. Uh, it's, it was our Achilles heel in the back part of the season last year. We all know that. I think it's interesting to look to see what we've done and where we've been and where we're going in this particular aspect of our team and that is all I have to say about that. All 
Hard knocks? Really? <laughs> really, NFL? We got the hardest damn schedule in hard knocks. When this story first aired a couple months ago, I was thinking, well, we were part of a huge group of teams that might be considered for the NFL's hard knocks, which I call bullshit. Now, you don't see any championship teams doing the hard knocks, do you? You don't see the Patriot Rats or, you know, a myriad, the Niners. You don't see those teams uh, on hard knocks. You see the shit teams on hard knocks, and it's hard enough. In camp, in OTAs, the guys are pummeled with press already, and you're going to add the hard knocks program. Let me tell you, man, these guys need that private time. They need the private practice. I mean, it's practice, but damn. There's a lot of things that are said on the field that need to be said, and they're not politically correct, I'm telling you. But it needs to be done. It forms a bond, and that relationship there, and just those guys without all these crews and cameras and microphones taped to people's jock straps. I mean, the distraction is enough. I mean, come on, man. Choose a team that's going to the playoffs. But no, they want to just be selective about the teams. They don't want to hurt too many people's feelings, and I'm sure they don't give a rat's ass about ours. I say fuck that, pardon my French, but uh, forget hard knocks. We got enough hard knocks to deal with without that bullshit, and I really don't need to see all that. As a Raider fan, I want this team to gel. I want them to have some frickin' privacy, and I want them to have an opportunity to create friendships and bonds that you don't do when you got a B.O.-ridden cameraman with his lens right up in your grill. I just think it's a bad idea for our team I hope Mark Davis stands up and says, hell no. And that is all I have to say about that. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Suckers, liars, give me a shovel. Some writers I know are damn devils. From them I say don't believe the hype. And next, the ridiculous buffoonery of news and lies just before the draft. I freaking love it. You know, I don't believe I've seen so much media coverage so long for a single event in the NFL in my flippin' life. This draft being put back this far has been a brutal minefield and numb, mind-numbing run of shit from one NFL station to another to every talk show that has anything to do with any of these perspective young draftees. I am just blown away by the shovel load of shit that they throw out every single day. And it's amazing to me. <laughs> I guess not because it is part of the NFL. I mean, it's entertainment. So there you go. You're going to be entertained until you just can't take it anymore. <laughs> and the draft is a perfect freaking example. 
By the time we get to that day before, I'm not going to give a rat's ass what anybody says about mock this, mock that, whatever. All I know is it's really kind of fun to look at the buffoonery in the papers. Now, some of it could be perfectly true. To be very honest with you guys, I feel, and I've said before, that Reggie's going to trade down, and I hope he just picks good players. I'd love to hear a couple familiar names. That would be good for me. I'd like to see, I'd like to hear three of the good upcoming players that could possibly be superstars in the NFL. That's all. Three out of I don't care how many picks he has. That's all I'm asking for. But I think we'll trade down for more picks. I think that's how he does business. And I think he's the kind of guy who, who waits to find the real diamond in the rough so he could say, look what I did. I'm, that's my opinion. Either way, he's, he's got to make something happen this year, and he better be right on, or his good buddy Dennis Allen's going to be right out the door. <laughs> Reggie said uh, regardless of position, you're going to draft the best available player in this draft uh, for the first round. So can you rank who you believe are the top five players in this draft? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you tried. I did try. Do you feel like you have to take a uh, quarterback? I'm not going to feel like I have to take anybody, really. Uh, there's some good players in this draft. You talked about always taking the best available, but does what you've done in free agency alter at all your approach in the draft? No, it gives us a, a clear uh, vision uh, to, where we, to where we are going. So it just helps in the process. Would you be surprised if these are the picks that you wind up with or do you expect to move around a little bit, maybe use a player to pick up selections in the fifth and sixth round? Or? Man, I, I wish I had the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that these are the picks I have going in, mm-hmm. um, whether I lose one or two because I move up or I gain a couple, uh, this draft thing is, you know, when you got 31 other teams, you have no idea who they want at a certain time. And, that's what, that's what makes it fun, the uncertainty. But I cannot plan that at all. We're going to just try to add some impact players, you know, some, uh, just add to the foundation that we've built. Um, we want some good players, some playmakers. And um, whoever's available at the spot that we've, we're picking, that's who we're going with. We're going to add some impact players. This is a good draft. There are a lot of uh, positions that have some impact players. Um, but, you know, I don't want to get in and say, well, it's a lot of receivers. You know, it's, it's been well dogged. You got some receivers coming out in this draft in comparison, um, good sized receivers. Uh, you, we've talked about the quarterbacks. You, you can go down the line, but the offensive lineman is pretty strong. But, what I view is is deep. You know, you got 31 other teams that's going to think that other positions are stronger. It's all a matter of opinion. That's why next Thursday will be a fun day. You know, the whole weekend. It's the draft is a uh, it's a great way for the Raiders to to get better. I'm open to everything. You know, 
whether I stay at that pick, it's all going to depend on who's calling, where you're moving, who's there when you're picking. I mean, it's it's so many variables. You can I cannot say what I'm going to do uh, without a doubt right now. We're going to make this team better. We were not going to wait until the draft to do it. Have you been fielding calls already from other teams, or does that heat up later? It's going to heat up later. You know, guys are just calling to, you know, just getting a feel. I haven't gotten a call for an actual firm offer. Reggie, it seems like every GM has to at least pretend they're interested in every player so they don't show their hand. How much mm-hmm. of what you get on the phone is just BS, and how much you think is real? I would say 50-50. <laughs> I mean, some GMs just like to fill you out and try to angle their angle of how they want to do things. So it's a chess match. The foundation has been laid, and we're working towards uh, progress, continuous progress. And this progress had, had began, really, the foundation since I got here been working to get things the culture right the chemistry this off season is starting to come to fruition we brought in some players to compete to make us better and when you bring in some good players it fosters competition competition make us better this year we will be better but there's stories like Andamakan Sue could trade to the Raiders to move up to number five. You know, Sue is a, a big, gnarly guy. He's holding out because he wants an extension in his contract. He gets $22 million this year, next year. Incredible salary. <laughs> I mean, he's, be due, he's due to be paid really $12.55 million if... We take him. That's how much we got to pay for him out of our cap and out of our money. And that doesn't even go along with how much guaranteed money he's going to want. And, of course, he's going to want an extended contract. I think this story is, well, it's ludicrous. I don't think it could happen unless Reggie could get a hell of a deal on a bargain for this cat. He's not going to do it. Why would he load himself down again with a huge contract on somebody that really doesn't have the perfect attitude. I mean, he'd make a great freaking Raider. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't think Reggie, our general manager, is that kind of guy to pay this guy that much money without proving himself or having this deal super, super weighted in the Raiders' advantage. And Sue won't do that. He'll go somewhere else. He's one of those guys. Some of the other rumors were San Francisco 49ers have 11 picks. We could definitely use some help, and we might trade with them, and they might be going after Sammy Watkins or whoever they're going to go after. I don't know. But I do know this. We did get Carlos Rogers. (laughs) We did get two players and Brown from the Niners. We do have a relationship with them, but that doesn't mean shit either. Is the NFL... And all these mock drafts are hilarious because it would take one team to trade down to jack everybody's picks right out the window. 
So I just think it's funny this time of year, all the buffoonery, all the lies, all the rumors. They had a Falcons GM on TV talking about how they're not afraid to trade up or down. Well, no shit. I mean, if you had a great opportunity, you would. Go see Draft Day with Kevin Cosner. That'll give you an idea of what it's like in the draft, the real draft, how things work, how who folds where. I'm telling you, man, it's a card game. It's a betting bonanza. There's a lot of bullshit, but there's a lot of posturing. It's fun. It's interesting. Check out the movie. It's real. Well, that's what I think about that. <laughs> I just know we better get some damn good picks. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, before I get into the bone line, Reggie McKenzie has come out in the media to say all the facts and figures, who he thinks he might be drafting, who we're really interested in. Nah, not really. Just the same old bullshit that he ran across us last year. I expect no less. It's just GM speak. That's about it. <laughs> Nothing much to this. Other than that, uh, you get no clue on where we're going in the draft other than we will draft and we have a possibility of moving. Yeah, like that's a surprise. Okay, so let's get into the bone line right now. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Do not forget www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Get on it. Be on it. And you're going to find all that you need on it for sure. Randy kicks on that thing. Okay, who's the first caller of the show? And our first caller is Raider Zen <laughs> from Texas, man. What's up, my brother? He's got an insight on our quarterback. What you got to say? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Zen, and that's X-E-N, out of Austin, Texas. I know everybody's calling in to say they're their spiel about our new quarterback. So I thought since I'm from the Lone Star State, I'd, I'd give you all my, my two cents about Schnaub. Um, you know, first of all, the work's not over. Everyone is everyone is aware that this is an upgrade from what we had before. But, you know, when Schnaub was with the Texans, he had some weapons, you know. I mean, uh, his tight end, Owen Daniels, uh, the running back, Foster, uh, you know, and, of course, Andre Johnson, who was, you know, one of the greatest you know, the Texans franchise has ever had. And, you know, and Gary Kubiak himself, you know, before he was let go, you know, he, he committed to, to shop, you know, and the, even though there was a lot of blowback about finding a different guy. So, you know, shop's more of a game manager, you know, but you have to put talent around him. And so, you know, once once the signing was official, I really felt like at this point the Raiders were going to be looking for a wide receiver. So I, I, I feel like, you know, when draft day comes, Though you know in May, May eighth, I think I'm, I'm even more convinced that the Raiders are going to trade down, pick up you know an early second round pick, and maybe go with you know one of these you know uh, wide receivers. I feel like we have a lot of this draft class has, uh, has a lot of good wide receivers, and I'm hoping we can at least get another talent to kind of pair with Denarius, 
you know, and and Butler, you know, some of these guys that you know are 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 great. Like you know, Streeter, you know, the core is decent, but the, none of them are a breakout star. And hopefully, we can get that extra piece, you know, and then hopefully, Mike Rivera gets opportunities to kind of shine because I think there's a lot of pressure on him to, to have a much better second season. And Shaw loves, 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 loves tight ends. So I'm hoping Rivera can can uh, you know handle handle the extra uh, the extra touches. Um, so yeah, so. Draft day comes. I think we're gonna definitely, you know, look for a wide receiver. Maybe, you know, uh, late third round, early fourth, we might pick up maybe, uh, you know, one of the quarterbacks to kind of put down the road. You know, I think um, we'll pick up Tyler in the seventh, Tyler Wilson in the seventh or fifth, sixth round. Though someone could correct me, I, I may be wrong on that, but um, I know we picked him up kind of as a as a part of our project. So that's my two cents. Also, uh, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, I wanted to find out if you guys are going to do like a Google Hangout for the draft, you know, kind of have a little bit of conference with all the Raider Nation there so we can all, you know, enjoy the rebirth of the Raider Nation we love. All right, guys, you take care, and um, go Raider Nation. Nice call. I don't know if we're going to get help for Schaub or not. I think we're going to pick the best football player. He's got some weapons. You know, this is his first year with the Raiders. We're going to fill him out, and he's going to feel us out. So whoever they pick, they're going to have to compliment who's on the team, defensively, offensively, as long as we don't go to the fourth round and pick up another Tyler Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> that sucked. But this is Reggie's big draft. He better come ready to get it done. That's all I got to say. As far as Googling, uh, we get a lot of people going to be at parties and the like. We're going to be checking it out from a group of Raider fans somewhere, slugging some beers, hitting some high fives, I'm hoping. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, my very good friend. I love this guy. I've told you before, you look for him too. This is Money Man Has Spoken Radar. Yeah, it's Money Man and Spoken Radio. Well, I see you back online now. No problem calling this time around. Been trying to do that for a minute. But I got the message. But hey, let me get back to what I call for. And that's Raider football. Yeah, we know what happened last week. And you know I'm, well, I'm not too pissed about it as I was. If I had got through last week, you really, really, really would have got the wrath. But I'm going to calm down, and we know what it's pertaining to, the trading of Terrell Proud. And you know how I felt about that whole situation. But since I have calmed down, I'm going to really just move on from that, and you will see in due time what I was saying about how a quarterback play is going to be as far as what we have here. It's going to be pretty much what you saw in Houston last year with Matt Shaw because once you lose it, you lose it. There's no getting it back. Saw that with Jake DeHome, and you're going to see that with him too. So I believe Matt McGloin probably going to be – starting by at least the seven, eight game of the year if they hold on to him that long. You know how stubborn Dennis Allen is. He don't never want to let shit go. But mm, looking at the schedule that we have, 
Mm, that's not even a promise that Denzel even going to be here by midseason. Seeing that we open up in uh, New York, whatever you want to call it, with the Jets. We don't win on the East Coast. Come on, we know that. So that's going to be a loss. We, we get our ass kicked by the Jets. Come back and play against Houston. Houston probably going to go on to have to get revenge on Matt Shaw for fucking them out of the season last year. So probably going to get our ass kicked that game also. Then off to New England, and you already know what's up with that. And then to compound that, we go all the way over to London to play the Dolphins, who we can't beat in Miami or Oakland. So that's four losses right there. Who knows, Mark Davis might can't stand that and just say, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to do what I want to do. But Reggie talked me into it, and I'm going to can this by some bitch right now, get them on up out of here, and make your offensive lineman coach. Shapiro, I think that's his name, whatever the heck his name is. Gonna make him the interim head coach, and then next year we'll have our coach we've been waiting on. You know where he at right now, ESPN, and yeah. we'll have old Chucky back, ready get this thing back, you know, the way it once was before we left, because we ain't been shit, you know, since he left. So that's what I'm looking forward to, bring Chucky back. I ain't worried about the draft. I know Reggie fucked that up like he always do. And saying that, people, I'm out. First, let me apologize for the phone lines. The bone line being down for a bit. They did a little bit of shenanigans with me and the company and they had to go back in there and chew some ass. <laughs> that was strictly on them. So as far as uh, TP goes, I'm glad you didn't get to call in because it's it's a done deal. Uh, we all know what happened. He's in a better place and he'll have more of an opportunity there than he would ever have here in Oakland. And yes, we are playing the fish in London. I'm hoping that's some good karma because you're right. We can't beat him in Miami or in Oakland, no matter what their record is. Some kind of curse, I guess. The schedule's brutal. We all know it's brutal. But hey, man, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And if we can come through this season with six wins, I think that's pretty damn good. It's brutal. You know it. I don't expect Allen to be here next year, honestly. I think uh, the schedule and the lack of talent <laughs> has hurt him greatly. Uh, you said it about Reggie's drafts. So far, I ain't feeling it. Uh, we'll see about this one. We'll see if we know any names that come up and we see any talent uh, added to the Oakland Raiders in any position. Uh, so... Hey, man, it's going to be an interesting season. We got a lot of new things going on. Uh, the, the, the transition of the Raiders is in full swing. And, yes, that possibility of Chucky coming back is real, and it's big. And it's very, very, very possible. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Dirty Jersey Raider. I like it. What's up, my man from the East? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Dirty Jersey Raider. First of all, I'm glad to see how your Facebook remarks have changed. Looks like 
they're a lot more positive now. Looks like maybe you will have a little more faith in Reggie. We'll see. I hope we have a good draft into the nation. You know, Clowney probably won't be there. Watkins, Mac, I'm hoping is there. If not, I say we trade down, get some more picks, but hopefully Mac will be there. I think we should avoid quarterbacks. None of them are first-round picks, in my opinion. But could get lucky, and Watkins could fall to us. Let's just hope for that, and I'm out. First of all, thanks for the call, and yes, my posts on Facebook are much more positive. After we got Schaub and a couple more pieces involved there, our team is actually looking like we can play football. Without a quarterback, you ain't got shit. You know that. So do I. I don't care who's there at number five because I don't believe we're going to keep it. I believe we're going to trade it away. I think that's he can't wait to trade it away, uh, and I think that's what's going to happen. He needs more picks. And I don't give a shit if he picks a janitor as long as a janitor can frickin' play football. So far, I have no faith in his picks. He sucks. But uh, we shall see. We shall see this year because this is his coup de gras. This is his Mona Lisa. This is his chance to really make a difference and an impact on this team. So let's all wait and let's all see. I appreciate the call, my brother. And our next caller, a first-time caller, from the 818, we have Rita Spade in the house. What's up, man? Yo, what up, brother Greg? What's going on, man? I love your podcast, first-time caller. This is Rita Spade from the 818. Yeah, man, I'm excited for the draft. You know, I can't wait. You know, hopefully number five pick, we pick up Sammy Watkins. If not, uh, definitely trade up and uh, maybe pick up the big receiver, Evans, from Texas A&M. Yeah, I mean, I'm stoking, you know, hopefully I ever heard some rumors about, you know, picking up Dominic Sue, training the fifth pick. So uh, see what happens, man. Raider for life here in SoCal. Raider Nation, baby, for life. I have a strong feeling we're going to trade down. Uh, hopefully we'll get an impact player, maybe Sammy Watkins. I'd love to see some of those names. But I don't think he's looking that way. I think he's looking for more bodies with more of a possibility to make a dent in this team. And that's my my take. Hey, man, the Raider Nation in SoCal is huge. A lot of rumors about the Raiders going back there. I know this. They will be welcome with open arms. There's no doubt. Uh, Oakland better get their shit together or you're going to have yourself the Raiders in L.A., there's no doubt about it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, Houston Raider Steve from Houston. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. I just want to let you know that over here in Texas, they're talking about, uh, you know, Johnny Manziel and everything. And what somebody asked me, they said, what would you do? I was on a talk show here. And they all know I talk Raiders 24-7 with these guys. Man, I said, the Raiders need to go out and no trades. Don't trade with San Francisco. You know, I wouldn't deal with them. Deal with them, to me, is like dealing with the devil. You know what I mean? That's some bullshit dealing with San Francisco. I wouldn't give them anything just so they can move up to number five. Why in the hell should we help them out? Screw them. 
and their fans. Front runners, where are they now? Turning their stuff back in at Walmart. Anyway, go out and get Sammy Watkins. Do whatever you can to draft him. Number five, if you have to move up a little bit. I can see uh, Manziel uh, was telling the Texans if they don't draft him number one, he hopes he goes to the Jaguars or another team like that, somebody in the division, so he can beat him twice. So they'll always regret that they didn't draft Johnny, Johnny Manziel number one. Screw him. Like I said, go out and get Sammy Watkins. He's going to be another Tim Brown. We only get one of those every 30 years, it seems like. And uh, we know what Tim Brown did. I'm a Buckeye fan, as you all know, from Ohio State. I saw Sammy Watkins in the bowl game, torches all game long. That's all I needed to know. Go out and get the guy. Take Do whatever it takes. Don't trade him. You know, if he's not available, maybe go with Khalil Mack, the offensive lineman out of A&M, uh, Matthews, Bruce Matthews' son. His name is Jake. He's an excellent uh, lineman, but I guess some people are saying this uh, tackle or guard out of uh, Auburn is supposed to be pretty good, too. But, you know, go on and get Sammy Watkins. Don't think twice about it. Get him. Seal the deal. Don't help the 49ers. Don't help any other team. We don't have to. I don't care what they offer. Pick Sammy. I've never felt so strong about this. We need an impact player, but we don't need to go crazy and do some stupid things and don't go after Somebody like uh, Hayward Bay. Don't go after somebody like that. Don't go after one of these quarterbacks. It's uh, I like that uh, Bridgewater, but uh, I like what they're doing with the team. Justin Tuck, Lamar Woodley, two defensive backs that they said were you know really good from the 49ers. I'm sorry, names forbid slipped my mind. James Jones, receiver out of Green Bay. Antonio Smith, who's a beast. I think he was called the Ninja Assassin. And, of course, I hope uh, Shaw goes out there. And I told them, I told Matt Thomas, who's picked the Raiders to lose the last two times against the Texans, that they're going to lose by 15 points. And both times we won in Houston. I was at the last two games. One was the day after Al Davis passed away when uh, Coach Jackson was crying on the sidelines. I was doing that myself, watching the reaction to the gravity of Al passing away. Of course, we missed the runner that went to uh, the Giants. But we didn't get Deshaun Jackson. We don't need him. Go Raiders! Can't wait to see you all this year. We're back, baby! We're going to surprise them. We're going to get a wild card. We're going to the playoffs. No ifs, ands, or buts. We're going to go out there and win in, uh, against the Jets. We might lose over there against the uh, against the Patriots. But then we're going to be playing in London against the Dolphins. We can win that game and then come back and have a rest. And Man, that'd be great if we could pull off beating the uh, San Diego Chargers, the Chickens, whatever you want to call them. Anyway, talk to you all soon. Go Raiders! You're my brothers and sisters. We're back. I'm almost sure he's trading down, and I don't think we're going to know a lot of the names he picks when he does. I'd love to see him, but uh, I'm uh, eerily familiar with his drafting prowess, Tyler Wilson, and lack thereof. Watson. I mean, yeah, it takes a while for these players to develop, but so far I'm not really impressed with Reggie's picks. I don't expect to pick in even the top 15, and when we do, it's going to be some guy that you've never heard of. I'm thinking, because last draft, the whole room was like, DJ who? (laughs) Anyway, let's just hope for the best. That's all we can do. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, the author, the president, and a real good dude, 
from the Bend, Oregon Raider Nation fan club, my good brother, Raider Mystic. Tick, 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 tick. And let me say this. This guy is a mover and a shaker. He brought this club to from nothing to prominence in the area. Born, that's the Bend, Oregon Raider Nation, is alive and well and doing many, many charity events. They're all over Facebook. Check them out. A active and very, very passionate Raider fan club doing it, showing the best side of the Raider Nation. What's up, bro? Yo, Raider Greg, what's up? It's Raider Mystic. Giving you a call a little bit under the weather today. I got, but I got this little baby running around here. His name's Raider Mason. And Raider Mason, I swear, I was trying to get him uh, captured on tape. There's something about. Do you hear that, Manziel? As you can tell, I mean, he was—he's really down with Johnny. Johnny football. Um, I know that's probably maybe not the answer, but I don't necessarily think that job is necessarily the answer either. Um, of course, I think we're all a little bit hesitant, but I look forward to see if he can produce like he produced back in the day two years ago before he had the lights out worst season of his career. But anyways, we're looking forward to the draft party. We're having a big party here in Pandora again. We'll be posting some pics, having a good time. Either way, we're going to get somebody good. And whoever that is, uh, they better work their ass off. Because you know what? We got two season tickets this year. And like you say, Raider Greg, we're going to have our ass in a seat. And that ain't no bullshit. Anyways, I'm excited for the draft. Ben Oregon Raider Nation in the house. We're going to be throwing it down. Let's go, Raiders. What up, Randy? What up, Greg? And I'm out. I love this guy. I love his passion. Uh, he is so Raider Nation, I'm telling you. Cheer his little baby, Manziel. <laughs> Classic, bro. Classic. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, draft party up. Uh, you got two tickets. We're going to see the Bend, Oregon Raider Nation Big time at the Coliseum. I'm loving it. Putting your ass in a seat is what you need to do, bro. You know what it's like there. Ain't nothing like it. Thanks for the call, man. And our last caller, the Richmond Raider. What's going on, brother? Let's have it. What's up, Raider Greg? What's up, Raider Randy? This is uh, Richmond Raiders calling from Richmond, and I'm excited about this draft coming up. Uh, we got to trade down, man. We got to trade down. Sammy Watkins, I'm not seeing it, y'all. I'm not seeing it. People keep putting him up there with the Calvin Jackson, and I'm not seeing it. I thought he was 6'3". He's like 6'1". I thought he read a 4'3". He read a 4'4". I'm looking at all the tape. I, I, I can't see it. I love to take one of them tackles, the big tackle from from Auburn, and just just maul and beat people up like we used to. I'm not really into the Matthews kid. I'm, I 
I don't know. I'm saying you got to have your own merits. I don't give a shit about his daddy or his cousin, but I like to big tackle. I'm not saying he's not good, but I like to big tackle from Auburn. Um, if we can go down, pick up a second round pick and, and, uh, and, uh, bolster our team, I think we should. Now they talking about the Niners. The Niners want to jump all the way up and get a, a super wide receiver. And the football person to me say, yeah, we should do it. But the Richmond dude to me say, you know what? Fuck the 49ers. I don't give a shit if they had all type of picks and a 19-year-old fucking lift, Campbell, Tyler, whatever her name was, a chick, that's not, you know, talking about the fine chick, whatever. No. Fuck y'all. Stay across the, don't, not even across the bay. Stay in fucking Santa Clara. Stay in my great America and eat a dick. But, uh, yeah. Sorry. Richard Raider, first time calling, and I'm out. I love this call. <laughs> I love it. Fuck the 49ers. Who cares what they have? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. That's pretty damn funny. Uh, we can get picks from any other team. And that would mean we'd pick 31st or 30th? Ah, no. We ain't going down that far. Unless they're going to give us all 11, which I think they should anyway. That'd be a great move. Man, I love your call, man. Love the passion. And I love the 49ers comments even better. We're about a week from the draft. I can't wait for it to happen because I'm sick and tired of hearing all these names. Over and over and over. And the constant, you know, (laughs) just the bombardment of horse crap from mainstream media. I can't stand it. Let's get to the damn draft. I hope we got a good one, man. You know that. Find yourself at the Coliseum this year. Fuck those guys who say our our schedule is so hard. I don't care. You got to beat the best if you want to be the best. And I think we got a pretty good team right now. Let's see how it improves after the draft. You guys be safe. Be good humans. Have a fun summer because football is right around the frickin' corner. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.